When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? We are back. This is episode... Holy Jesus, what was that? I have no clue. Anyway, <laughs> this is episode 169 of the Dark Windows podcast. My name is Kevin. And I am Kevin as well. And this week we are... Holy shit, I can't believe we're, we're having like another guest on the show already. It's been it's crazy. It's we been two are. weeks. <laughs> and this is our first time having this guest on. Shit, this Ever. is our we, first time having this having a guest other than Justin on that's the show. True. No, <laughs> second time. Who? Well, that's so, true. We had JD. Yes, but that's not really. We interviewed him. That wasn't you know having a guest on to shoot the shit. He was with. still a guest. You know, I don't know. He's still a guest. But we are going to be talking to uh, to Miss Anne from the Caravan of Lore podcast. Yep. And KPNL Radio. Um, she's got all kinds of all kinds of stuff going on. Um, but we're just going to record this stuff previous to recording with her because it's just easier to do this stuff first than, yeah, you know, chuck it all together at the end. But not um, that you're going to know it because I mean, you know, you... the magic of editing. Yeah. Yay! The more you know. Yep. Little, okay. Little rainbow shoot out of my hands, and I'm like editing. Sparkle. Uh, yeah. It's great. Let's um, roll dice. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk to Anne and. Uh, We'll come back and, I guess, close it out afterwards and uh, see how that works out. Oh, toity, toity. <laughs> so, hey, this is finally happening. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. So, yeah, for our listeners, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, gosh. Well, I am Lady Anne. I am the hostess of the podcast called The Caravan Library of Lore, as well as the owner of KPNL Radio. <laughs> so in case you can't tell we're not very good at interviewing people but hey oh. <laughs> i love it uh yeah it's kind of like hey we're not really interviewing we're just gonna kind of shoot the shit and see what happens i guess well heck yeah i'm down perfect. for it <laughs> perfect um <laughs> yeah so what 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 got you into the paranormal kind of like from the beginning Gosh, well, honestly, you know, so I recently announced that I'm writing a book. And I saw that. Congratulations. The... No, I didn't see <laughs> thank this. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> it's true. And uh, Oh, my goodness. So... It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I have had so many experiences from my very first memories that I was like, you know, I need to compile this all into a book. And it... You know, I remember being in my crib and looking through the bars and I could see down the hallway 
And I could see this, like, shadow hand with these fingers wrapped around the corner of the hallway, the the wall. And, um, gosh, you know, growing up and having these experiences with these shadow entities and these cloaked hooded figures. And then being interested as well in the spooky and paranormal. Because I, you know, I watched a lot of, like, History Channel, Discovery Channel, and you know gosh unsolved mysteries goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so it just led me on this path and has brought me to where i am today see see you said you said uh some magic words there see you said yeah unsolved mysteries goosebumps Uh (laughs) oh and are you afraid of the dark so that kind of like scored you some brownie (laughs) points um, so so now we we are officially friends. I just want to let you know that. Nice. Um, oh, cool. If, you know. You know. <laughs> so I, I I've told Kevin this before. My goal now that I am an adult and I have like grown up money. Sometimes <laughs> my goal is one day I want to own the entire Goosebumps library because I had a oh. crap load of them growing up. But they yeah. make they have like individual box sets where there's like five or six of them. They're like a hundred bucks mm-hmm. a piece. And you can have all of them. And I'm like, including like the choose your own nice. adventure ones. And I'm like, that's going to happen oh. one of these days. But the thing is, it has to be <laughs> the old school ones. It can't be those new school, like bullshit ones. Or you're, you're thinking of scary stories to tell in the dark. No, I'm pretty sure there's probably new like goosebumps. I'm sure there is, there, but I want all of them. There that's have. the thing. Okay. <laughs> but scary stories to tell in the dark. I've actually got the original three that in my cart sc- mm-hmm. that's ready scared- to go with the old, like the original artwork, not like the. That shit scared the fucking bejesus out of yeah. me. Because they, they definitely babied up the artwork in the new ones, but I'm like, I want the yeah. original because that stuff was scary. They read that to. I yeah. remember being read that, yeah, back in 19, you know, 1925, Kevin. Yes. Yeah. You know, you're 16 years old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you know, being being read that, you know, when I was like a kindergartner, first grader, it scared the living shit out of me. So you couldn't get away with that nowadays no. in schools. They'd be like, "No, this is too no. scary for kids." It's like, really? <laughs> you can't do that, man. You guys should have read the yeah. shit we did growing up because, uh, wow, that explains <laughs> so much. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. So. For everybody that you know isn't in tune with you know that that's um follows our podcast because I know like probably about everybody that follows our podcast probably you know follows you as well, but for some that don't what um what was your reasoning for like behind the caravan of lore you know what was what was your oh. reasoning behind creating that yeah, so gosh. I think it was 2015 when Shannon first started into the fray radio Mm -hmm. or yeah, I think, I think she had her first episode then and she ended up making a Facebook group. So I was really super excited and I was always chatting in the group and trying to be that cheerleader and promote what she was doing and everything. Well, there was somebody else in the group too. That was, that was very similar to me. And we got to talking one day and he had been doing, he had a YouTube channel called the acrylic ranch and he was doing these kind of little videos, like, um, like slides on like the Loveland frogmen or the Fresno nightcrawlers. Oh, and the nightcrawlers are cool. So, right. Ooh, but the Loveland frogmen, <laughs> you know, that, 
they'll lick you and you know you'll you'll you'll, you'll fall in love or something <laughs> <laughs> well he he was doing this and i was excited and i was submitting some stuff to him going hey what about this or hey this is an idea so we ended up kind of working together and we kind of did like a pre-show a half hour before shannon would start her show and we mm -hmm. would do it live on youtube well, eventually everybody was like, oh my gosh, you guys need to have a podcast. And so we're like, okay, so we tried, but it, we were going, this is when Facebook first came out with like the Facebook live thing. Oh, so yeah. we would go live on Facebook and then uh, eventually from there they were like, well, you know, we want to be able to download the show and be able to watch it later. And so after a lot of talk. We decided to do that, and then we rebranded into um, the Caravan Library of Lore. And the, you know, because I always had a thing for like, okay, so what hugely inspired the name and the feel of it? Have you seen Wolfman with um, Anthony Hopkins? Yes. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend, I mean, Sir it's... Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Listen, I'm going to be totally <laughs> honest with you. I've seen uh -huh. it. I didn't yeah. like it nearly as much as the original with like Lon Chaney, mm -hmm. but hey, I'm I'm yes. I'm a I'm a classic horror movie uh, guy. <laughs> you're you're a bit of a snob. I understand. I'm not a snob. I just I prefer the I prefer the original ones. No, like, you're a snob. Whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> See. <laughs> See, I hadn't seen the original. So, I fell in love with this movie. And there's a point in there. So he he goes and he's he's gonna go meet Maleva, right? And she's this gypsy and this bardo out in the woods. And there's a scene where he's going and he's gonna go see her, and you can see on the ridge line the wolf, the wolf man. Mm -hmm. And in my intro, it says, um, let's see if I can remember it. <laughs> it says, uh <laughs> right? It's like uh, walk down the winding path. Don't mind the spooks and monsters. They stay hidden within the trees. And that's just me trying to, like, I was kind of retelling that scene. Yeah. You know, that, that imagery of walking down that path in the woods and you see it just flash, you know, in the moonlight kind of a thing. And uh, so, yeah, so we we started out with just kind of telling stories and doing some research and presenting the research that we did, talking amongst ourselves. And then we started interviewing people. And it's just kind of taken off from there. Nice. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of like how, like, with us, you know, we were like, mm -hmm. hey, you know. We talk a lot of stuff in the car and we, you know, yeah. we should, you know, we should just do a podcast. Yeah, eventually I mean, we're just going to be like, hey, right? we're going to make everybody listen to what we're having yeah. to say. And, <laughs> I and love were, it. But the, I guess the hardest part was like, okay, what do we call ourselves? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was that and then trying to figure out like equipment wise, like how the hell do we actually do this? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because like right. when we first started, we screwed up big time. We bought two USB microphones. We're trying to record on my laptop where the way the sound card is set up and that you can only have one USB microphone at a time. Oh, right. So we're both sitting there talking. And then, so you're like listening back to you're like, oh, no. I can barely hear <laughs> Kevin. That's weird. And I finally figured out, I'm like, son of a bitch. Oh. So we have to like, we ended up spending like another $300 to get everything we needed to actually do it. And 
but we still didn't have right. a name. Yeah. And at that point in time. Yeah. We we recorded like a couple episodes, you know, because we, I mean, we were like, okay, let's get a couple episodes down, you know, see everything. And then we're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, we got to have a name still, you know, because we got to put that in. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I mean, what's more scary than a dark window? Well, the way I came up with the way I reasoning for that was like walking by dark windows at night. It makes you feel like you're mm-hmm. in a fishbowl. Yeah. Because like when, yeah. I was, when I grew up, I, I, I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house growing up and she lived out in the like out in the middle of nowhere, out in the woods. And she had a set of windows in the back of her house that were like right along the wood line. And I refused to walk by them at night because she had no blinds in them. Like something's going to see me, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And it oh, always yeah. freaked me out. I, I refused mm-hmm. to go to my great grandmother's bathroom at night because she had a goddamn Bugs Bunny that scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh, that's great. So, I mean, go, I go love the... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go by windows was fine, but, you know, when you're at your great grandmother's place, she's got one of those old school-ass Bugs Bunnies that was just mm-hmm. freaky as hell. Like, yeah. Was it like a statue or a stuffed animal or something? No, well, it, it was kind of like a yeah, it was kind of like a like a ceramic, you know. Oh, okay. Bugs Bunny, you know, weird. <laughs> it was it was like the old school Bugs Bunny, where Bugs Bunny wasn't like the cute, you know, bugs right. that we all know. Now, no, he was like psychotic, big eyes, huh. and yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> he, he was like, oh, hey, you gonna do this? Well. <laughs> Uh, you go, I'm, I'll kill you. I, you heard you. I heard you had to pee. Well, guess right. what? Now you have to even more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this craziness. So, yeah. And <laughs> that's well, if, if everybody doesn't know, well, as you said, you know, you own your own, own uh, radio station or well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, Wow. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> I mean, I was like, uh-huh. that's, that's awesome that, you know, you you kind of made that, you know, jump. What, I mean, right. did it take you long to to actually do that? No. Um. So, so, okay. So with the caravan, I'm going to go back a little bit so I can transition over to KPNL. Okay. Uh, with the caravan, one of the things that was such a big impact on me is the first time that I was able to be on Shannon's show and tell my story. And when I did that, it was such a healing experience. Hearing from so many people around the world saying that they have had these experiences too. Mm-hmm. It was it was amazing. And so eventually what ended up happening over on the caravan was I had a page and I believe it was called on air. And I had a schedule on there of everybody's shows that I personally really enjoyed. And I knew the people that were doing these shows and I wanted to support what they were doing. So I just, it was just, it started out as a schedule. Um, And then in, I think it was um, the very beginning of January, 2020, I think so, that I, uh, I found out about networks and I was like, Oh gosh. And a network would be able to really support everything in a bigger way. And so, I mean, really, I kind of, I have this, like when I'm really super creative, 
I'll stay up until it's completely done. And so I think I stayed up <laughs> yeah. one night and, and just created it. And then I was, and then I started, you know, sending messages to everybody the next day, telling them like my vision and what I was wanting. And I've always been kind of the cheerleader of the group. And so I'm like, you know, you guys got really heart and you know, you guys have, you, you yeah. guys have, you show a Sorry. lot of heart with what you guys do you know everybody's doing their shows for the right reasons and so i was like i want to support you guys i'd love to have you guys on the network and so slowly but slowly i've been you know getting more and more people on kpnl and it's grown so much because not only do i have podcasts on there but i have musicians so in a lot of the musicians if you listen there's also a paranormal theme in the music. So they'll be talking about demons or hellhounds or witches and ghosts. Um, and then there's also a section on there. It's called the study, but it's a library. So mm -hmm. everybody, like the guests that we have on or the other authors or the other podcast people that we have that are authors, all their books can be found in the study. Um, oh, that's and super then, of cool. Course, like a store kind of. Page. Yeah, 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 we have a we actually have a shop page that, you know, it it advertises like uh we've got magazines over there and we've got like, you know, curiosities and apothecary over there. And that's a, a separate page from the study, which is the library. Okay, that's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that it's been cool. amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, ever since, uh, what was it, uh, Kevin was like, hey, you know, you got to talk to, you know, Anne. I mean, I've been talking to her for a while. <laughs> She's really cool. You got to get, you know, talk to her. And I was like, okay, all right, you know, and I was, I, was, I was like, all right, man, you know, I'll talk to her. And, you know, I'll, I'll kind of like you know, do everything. And I'll see, it's just like, oh, hey, this is pretty cool. You know, it kind of, uh. You know, I've been I've been following, I think ever since actually, ever since yeah. you know, the first time we actually chatted on uh, Facebook Messenger. I yeah. Mean, it, I mean, hell, we even had that. Uh, we had our a little experience. We're like, oh my god, okay, all right, we need to get a hold of someone that you know, who, who the <laughs> hell are we gonna call uh, or like, get a mess message to? They're like, hey, right. Uh, well, we need something, you know, some kind of something, because we're going to go into a place where there's a possibility <laughs> something might follow us home. Yeah. Which one was that? Right. Which place was that? Uh, I think that was David's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My cousin's uh, boyfriend's house. That was that, a long time ago. They had some really weird stuff going on there, too, but it's kind of since stopped, thankfully. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I was <laughs> potentially violent haunting. Uh um yeah it was pretty nasty yeah and uh right they uh they took his father's ashes and ha and scattered him on the ship that he served uh served on in vietnam oh and wow. after that like they think he's still there but the other stuff oh. is gone like, wow that's good because it was it was like messing with the kids and like harassing mm. them oh wow right you're getting like phantom smells out in one of the rooms it was uh it was odd. Oh wow! Huh. Yeah, yeah, that would be uh, pretty intense. That's for sure. I was I was terrified. I'm like, I don't really want to go in here, but <laughs> I can't say no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely, right. definitely. Yeah, I was like, eh. right. I remember. 
you guys uh, messaging me and I was like, oh, that's so cool. And I, and I tried to help the best that I could. And, <laughs> you know, I'm always available, um, you know, for people to, to send me a message and, and ask about stuff like that, you know, that or pulling a card here and there. That's, you know, I'm always open to that too. Or uh, doing some, uh, doing a rune reading. I mean, you know, that was yes. pretty damn cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought a set of yes. them and I'm a, I am terrified to take them out of the bag because I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to screw something up. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's all about in intention. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, we uh, what was it? Uh, so <laughs> I, Kevin and I and Shelby, uh, his, Kevin's wife, we were, we were to uh, Wilson's Castle to do the, uh ghost tour and uh mm. or ghost haunt you should say and uh <laughs> if, if you ever make it out this way you have to go check that place out yeah so cool okay yeah sure. we uh we <laughs> so they had tarot cards and everything else so Kevin... hold on hold on let's be let's be realistic here they had spirit halloween tarot cards okay <laughs> so, all right i apologize just to be more specific as to what we're getting into so uh what was it <laughs> they had they had something else where like uh you're supposed to have like cards set off and then you know you're supposed to like it's take the ghostbusters the, thing. take the car yeah ghostbusters thing yeah. where you know mm. bankman's like okay this this is what i'm holding up you know what's the what's the image i'm gonna portray it to you i'm gonna project this image to you and i'm like <laughs> i'm trying to project it to kevin kevin's like uh uh, uh circle i'm like no you're dumb <laughs> You know, <laughs> I, was, I was right more than I thought it was going to be. Though. Yes, I love he, it. Just kind of winging it, but hey, whatever. He he got more than I did because he didn't project hard enough to, back to me. <laughs> he was he was like, yeah, he's not gonna get this. Duh. <laughs> Chris, then we did then we did the tarot cards, and then we were just like, yeah, Anne would be laughing at us right now and be like, you're just stupid. <laughs> No, I'm sure I would have been having fun. I mean, with tarot cards and runes and everything, it really is just about the intention. It's like Ouija boards. I have two of them in my house, and I'm not nope. afraid of them. Um, <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> I you just, I mean, I don't keep the planchette on top of it. They're separate. They're in their two little homes. <laughs> and um <laughs> you just kind of she's like, like no 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 see i only go so far <laughs> yep yep nope that's true that's for sure because i mean i've had so many weird things happen i just don't want to even chance it but you know you just have that intention and you make sure that you put up your wards and you make sure that everything is you know, kind of of the of the love and light and, and protection and everything like that. And you're doing things with good and pure intention. And I mean, that's never steered me wrong. So yeah, first time I do it, I'll I'll some I'll be somehow summon a demon. So whatever, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, demons aren't all that bad. I actually took a twelve week course. <laughs> Oh I know that sounds no. weird. That's the what? editing quote of the night. You know, demons aren't that bad. No, uh, I took a twelve-week course. Uh, don't 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 worry about it. Well, check this out. Check this out, though. So so during this twelve-week course, you know, six weeks was on uh, Solomon's demons. The other six weeks was on the Goetia, and 
you know, I learned a lot. I mean, even that with the teacher, she actually has used, um, she works with demons. She's, I think, a Luciferian witch. And oh, <laughs> she uses them in healing. She's actually huh. used them to help heal people or in love spells or, or what have you. And I'm telling you what, man, I, there was one night that I had this like vision in my head and I was like, man, what, that's weird. And, and then I felt that I needed to reach out to her and I was like, hopefully she doesn't think I'm weird. Okay, here I go. <laughs> and so I, and I <laughs> sent her. Hey, I saw this in my head and, and, and I felt like I was drawn to tell it to you. And if you did this and I would totally like, I think that would be awesome. And she was like, hold the phone. Are you kidding me right now? And I'm like, what? And she, she told me that between her, um, they, she was talking about making, um, a lipstick and it was between her and Asmodeus and something that she was coming up with. And I was, I totally had tapped in into it. He had given me a message to speak with her and her and I have become really close ever since. And then later on, what ended up happening is um, I was looking to get a car and I was taking my time on it. And one night I had this vision pop up in my head and I felt Asmodeus's uh, presence and I saw this image of a car extremely clear. So I got online and I went to the website and boom, it was on the front page and I got it for exactly the price that I had envisioned it. Um, and I had it in about 10 hours. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, they're not... Uh, I mean, you know, you got to know what you're doing when you're working with certain <laughs> entities, we'll say. <laughs> For sure. Did did we actually cover him I in uh, so. in our demons episode? I think so. That was so long ago. I know. <laughs> I'm, just, um, I'm like, god damn. I know I, I, I did a pretty deep dive with like uh, Abaddon and there was a couple mm -hmm. other ones. But I think, yeah, I think that was one of them. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. That was like episode like thirty five. It was like hundred and thirty episodes. Ago. Yeah, that was a long time <laughs> yeah, ago. So right. Yeah. <sighs> See, I can remember everything we've covered. I just can't give you an episode number unless it's been like recent. Right. <laughs> Listen, we've covered so right. much. Now I forget. Like, well, yeah, dementia though. So. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off <laughs> and that's why i got banned from the comment that i made on her page actually with you yeah i got kicked off facebook really? for seven days for that yeah because we were like he said something and then i came back and i just i just made a joke like nothing serious and i got, got right. kicked off facebook for uh seven days i was like what the hell no way yeah no. that was a while ago dang <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh so the other one I, I know that I've seen you post a lot of stuff about is vampires. Vampires. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I've been super into vampires since I was a kid. And I actually, yeah. I found a book a while ago. It's called the vampire slayers field guide to the undead. Um, oh, okay. which I picked it up at a, a used bookstore in Maine. And um, it's, it's basically, it's just like, all this different vampire lore from essentially every country in the world that has yeah. vampire lore. Um, wow. And the guy goes super in depth with it. 
And come to find mm -hmm. out after I started reading it, it was actually a pen name of probably my favorite fiction author of all time, uh, Jonathan Mayberry. <gasps> no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's his book. Um, and then he wow. also went on to do a, um, uh, like a, uh, uh, graphic novel series called V Wars, yeah, where he uses a lot oh. of this stuff in it. Where you get like, where it goes into um, like junk DNA that's been reactivated through something with the environment, and depending on people's genetic makeup, they get different abilities from different types of vampires from their their yep. lineage. Basically, yep. it's really wow, cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Wow. He was like Kevin's like you, you. Yeah, you, you gotta you you have to. Uh, either re read it or listen to it because I mean it's, mm -hmm. it's B Wars is so good. Kevin's like you gotta you gotta listen to it. You gotta listen to it. And I was like, okay. Didn't they make that into a TV show now or a movie? They, they did. It was on Netflix. Yeah. It lasted a season, and they kind of just they, completely ruined it. Yeah, they butchered it. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, dang. because basically in the book, the guy the the main character you follow through it is a um a fork uh fork lover <laughs> a forklift no he's a a, 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 a folklore uh professor at Univ new york university and, you gotta uh, watch out for those forklifts hey man i was a forklift instructor so <laughs> you know, those goddamn forklift vampires <laughs> if you can kill a vampire with a forklift i'm pretty sure i can do it not staying. Oh no, 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 no. I can, no. I can pick up a plastic fork with one. No, so he was a good. forklift. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh. Um, but yeah, he was basically like a folklore expert through the book series, and then he gets pulled into this thing as it's going on. Um, whereas this and in, in the show, they're just like, oh no, it's you know, they're both scientists, and like, no, you guys already screwed that up. Yeah, no, because like <laughs> it's not until like what uh like the second or third book or something like that where he like actually like okay this is who the hell i am and like breaks out of yeah you know because he's being questioned by the cops mm. and like gets out yeah and he's like this freaking badass vampire you know i mean i don't know what he which he which was not one... no he he never turned but he was no i thought he did he no did. you no. sure no uh the uh not no he did not um, so, well, what 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 do you know with vampires on your end? Like, uh, how was that <laughs> side of it yours? So, okay, <clears throat> with me, I've always had an interest in them since I was, you know, really young. And I remember watching Interview with a Vampire. That was, I mean, and is and will always be my number one favorite vampire film. <clears throat> and so... I remember back when in the days of AOL. Oh and, boy! Uh, I... <laughs> yeah! Wow! Yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! I who's old now, huh? All three of us. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh oh goodness! And oh so... wait, before we go any further, mm -hmm. little thing about uh, interview with the vampire. Uh, yes. Brad Pitt actually wanted to walk, was going to walk off the goddamn scene off off the off the set right. because he thought it was actually bullshit he's like this is stupid <laughs> and they were like yeah no you can't you actually you know there's a clause right. or we whatever paid a... you and stuff, yeah so. <laughs> you know and, he, right. and like he ends up winning like you know five emmys or whatever academy like, awards or yeah whatever. emmys are for tv shut up <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 
Oh <laughs> yeah. Tony? No, yeah, I mean, no, definitely not. It, it was so beautiful. It really, I mean, between the way that they dressed and the time frames that they went through, the colors, the storytelling, I, I, for me, it, it's, it's my favorite. Um, but in these AOL chat rooms, right? <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow, I stumble across this guy who is into the vampire community. And we start talking and he, he tells me about this underground vampire, you know, culture. And I'm like, really? And he ends up showing me a picture. He's got fangs and they're actual dental acrylic fangs that he had done by the dentist. (laughs) Well, I'm fascinated at this point. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this. And but it was all super underground. You couldn't find information about anything at any point. And yep. so I always wanted, I never forgot that. And for some, somehow he just disappeared and we never spoke. Like we had talked for quite some time. And then all of a sudden one day I just never heard from him again. Well, later on, I was watching the history channel and I had no idea, but I I remember um, it was talking about vampires and they were like, you know, the real vampires and father Sebastian was on it. And I, and I didn't remember that until recently where I was like, Oh my gosh, wait a second. You were the guy on that show. (laughs) And so, you know, years would pass and I always wondered and I never, I never found anything. And I try to Google stuff here and there. And again, never found anything. Well, then um, 2019, I believe it was, I heard Varla Ventura. She, she's written books about like uh, silkies and mermaids and fairies. And, and she's a reoccurring guest over on, with Dave on Space Out Radio. And she mentioned Father Sebastian and how he was, you know, uh, tied to this whole vampire thing and i was like huh uh, okay you know so eventually i went and i looked at um i looked him up and i found out and this was after covid hit too so he had transitioned from doing fangs in person so he's a master fangsmith so then he was doing yeah yeah so then he would he did mail in fangs and i'm like you've got to be kidding me like I can actually get fangs now after where, all where is, these Where years? is he based out of? California. Okay. Because I was going to say, we went, we walked by a place in Salem that had a, like, um, mm-hmm. it was a fang, sh- uh, like a fang shop yeah. where they had like a, a dentist fangs. that owned it. Yeah. And they would like, you'd go in and you'd get up like fitted for him and all that. And I was like, we walked by and the, like the line, I kid you not, is probably like 50 to 60 people deep. It's like out the store and up the sidewalk. Oh, like, yeah. Holy crap. for sure for sure now it's a it's a big thing it's a huge thing and so when he was doing the mail order once i was like i am getting on this now and (laughs) i ended up receiving my fangs it was um i had them in hand and and put them in on january 22nd nice um (laughs) and so that's kind of known like when you when you get your fangs and you and you have that day it's it's kind of like your fang day <laughs> you know <laughs> and, and, your second birthday. And, and it's amazing it is it really is <laughs> and so 
during COVID, what was really cool too is he was putting on classes and he had actually written this book called uh, The Black Veils Master Vampire Edition. And the Black Veils book is basically a book that it talks about the vampire culture. And it also has a list of these, it's kind of like words of power. So a lot of um, people will practice kind of like the old school, like chivalry and gentlemanness and, and courtesy. And like you'll, you're curtsy to somebody instead of like giving them a hug or shake their hand or kind of thing. And, and so he was doing classes on the different sections of the book. So I was taking those classes and then he was also because he, um, he holds these really big events called endless night events. So I think that there's one in New York, one in Salem, there might be one in California. And then the crescendo is in, in New Orleans. Oh, of course it is. That makes perfect sense. So, uh, <laughs> uh, of course. Yeah, so they have where, the big, the the big Halloween one. <laughs> I'm a... uh, in, in France. You're not going to fly everybody to Romania, you know, that's uh, expensive. That's true. That's true. Actually, oh, there okay. is oh, Jesus. an event in... <laughs> And I actually saw this. There's this. Uh, there's this website so that you can go to, and of course, I don't remember what it's called, but you can sign up to go with different people to different events. Like, you know, Sebastian and Patty Negri are putting on. It's like 125th anniversary, I think, with Dracula or something, in Romania. There's oh. one uh, from Mike Mike Ricksecker. Uh, he's the one that does like the shadow dimension and the shadow entities. He's got the connected universe. He has one for Ireland that I'm actually signed up for in July. So nice. <laughs> I'm super excited. But yeah, so um, gosh, so yeah, so then he ended up. So Sebastian ended up putting his endless night events online. Because, you know, it was COVID and stuff. And I actually got to attend these events. So it's been an incredible journey being able to be a part of the vampire community and learn as much as I have over the last year. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because... <laughs> now, now, it sounds like... I, I gotta... Sounds like you fall more when, you, when the vampire lore per se it sounds mm -hmm. like you fall under more the um like western portion of europe versus the eastern portion of europe uh vampire you know where like the the vampire of of uh, romania and and uh do all them it's it's uh it's more nosferatu versus like the the other, which is kind of like, you know, different type of vampire. Well, so at least that's with, what it seems to me. Well, I can say that. So, okay. How do I put it? Um, I practice Reiki, right? So I got my Reiki mastery in 2011. And something with, um, with vampires of you know the, the living vampire is that we do energy work and so um we some of us can have a higher need for energy to be able to do the spiritual work that we do and so um 
it's not, I'm not really exactly sure what to call it because I don't like using the term energy vampire because energy vampires are known to be those negative Nancys that'll sit there and they, they're rude or they just create chaos and then they feed off of that negative energy. And that's not what I do. Have not you ever watched what I'm that show on with. FX, uh, What We Do in the Shadows? No. Okay. So it's, it's, uh, it's like a mockumentary thing where they follow like a, a group of vampires that are from all over, like from different parts of the world that are all kind of almost like real world style, like living in the same house. Um, oh. and when you, when you said the energy, it, it's a comedy thing. And then, um, that's because that was uh the a redo from the seventies. No, that was that was a different oh. thing, I think. What? Um, but the the there is an energy vampire. His name is Colin, and like you said, he's just absolute. Just like he'll sit there and just talk to you about things that you don't mm-hmm. care about, and then when you try to leave, mm-hmm. he's like he kind of just like very politely will like cut you off and just keep talking and just bore the oh. hell out of you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's kind of right. the perfect, perfect <laughs> representation of it where he's just sucking the life out of you without actually touching Right. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's so funny. What it's... were those called? Uh, we actually did cover them in our vampire. Oh, jeez. Um, I don't know. I'll, I, no, I'll, I don't, I don't know. I don't, all I remember was the, my, uh, my African ones. So it's like, I don't know. The this Asa, this and, book uh, is only 675 pages long. I don't know if we can just whip it out right here yeah. and find it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as far as like your liking of like the, say the, the lower background of, uh, mm. you know, the, the imagery of, uh, of the vampire per se, is it, is it more like, uh, you know, the, the chivalrous, like, uh, um western european or is it kind of like the, the darker like you know uh more eastern european style okay so let me ask have you guys heard of or seen midnight mass no uh midnight mass that sounds familiar it's on for netflix <clears throat> i think i've seen it on netflix but i haven't watched it you guys should watch it. I don't know if I want to say anything now. <laughs> it's really good. So, so Cody Turk from Paranormality Magazine, uh, he was interviewing me, and we were talking about vampires and everything. And he brought up Midnight Mass. It's there's only I think like seven episodes. You can watch it in a day, and it was so good. <laughs> and it had vampires in it, and it's the perfect example because, like. I I love how do I I don't want to give anything away. So I love the the types of vampires that you find in like Louis. You know, I I identify with him a lot. Um I love that style of vampire, but then you do have your your more ancient one that is just epic. You know, it's more demonic seeming, but Almost it's like, um, it's cool strain. in its own way as yes. well. Which is a fantastic yeah. book series, The Strain. Yeah, dang. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, Guillermo del Toro and mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember uh, his last name is Hogan, um, but it is a uh, fantastic. I, I cannot recommend like if you do audiobooks, cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, because it was so good. It was also a series on FX, but the uh, actually stuck pretty pretty decently with the books through the series. Mm. Because because he was more like the well, 
Yeah, because it had like the different versions of, you know, uh, of the vampire. Yeah, and, you know. But you get into mm. that whole like, there was you know, certain amount of original ones, and then there was right. like a there was infighting between them, and then they split throughout the world, and then would just infect right. as you know, like wherever they were. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh uh, wow. Oh, okay. So good. Yeah, and there was like that 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 overall lead vampire yeah you know that's come back mm. and the the thing is it's like with with these ones they they made them more um instead of being like human they're more um uh, almost like parasitic yeah the way they feed because they oh, don't have right. they, they don't do like the mm -hmm. you know the whole like the teeth thing it's they have like a, a proboscis almost mm. like a, a mosquito where they just and uh, I know oh, that there's some right. there's some like throughout your uh, European folklore where they have the like a very similar thing where it's like a tube or a tongue or something like that where they just jam you and they can right. drink from that way. Um, I think like the Ansa Bonsum from like Africa. Yeah. And those do something similar to that too. Yeah. Mm. Which those are yeah, some the just I, I we didn't realize how like, you know so much different variations of the vampire like the lore and everything yeah. behind it oh and yeah how, how it was like just so i don't know and honestly one of the one of the better if you want like a like a horror themed one one of the better vampire movies i've ever seen is 30 days of night it was so good <clears throat> yeah mm, okay that, that focuses you know, more on like the like the eastern european um like the russian um romanian hungarian mm. like that that kind of lore right. with them um and they are it, it's intense it's really good it's like the nosferatu wow. yeah, version of the um oh, oh my god can't remember the name of it nalopsy oh uh, yes yeah where it's uh yeah it doesn't have just the two little teeth it's just a full mouth of like wolf teeth and right yeah, yeah they're it's really cool. Oh, wow. Huh. You know, one thing that was really interesting that I learned is that early on, too, that one of the lores was that vampires, not only could they turn into bats, but that they could also transform into wolves. Yes. Um, I never knew hmm. that. So that was very I, interesting to learn. <laughs> they, they did a really, a really cool version of that in, uh, in Dracula on Netflix, where uh, he shows up outside of like a <gasps> convent. And uh, right. like all the all the nuns are at the gate, and there's just a wolf there, and they're like, and this is kind of like walking back and forth, and the uh, yes, the the head nun comes out, and she's like, you can stop, we know who you are, and like it just kind of stops and looks at him, and uh, it goes from there. But that was that, that was really how, good. I I will say that seasons? was uh, um, I think it's only like five or six episodes. Yeah, it's a short right, mini series, okay. but it's that was great. And they're like each episode's like an hour minutes long it's like a like a almost like a movie series yeah that was actually a really good um uh version of uh of dracula basically yeah it was i mean it's a total like total different spin off of it um, it was like they took bram stoker's version and just went a completely different direction with it and just yeah because if you oh, wow. if you are watching it it actually does follow the his story pretty well and then they just kind of mm -hmm. change some things with it but it's it's i 
highly recommend it. Yeah, because they keep the the Keanu Reeves, you know, character that it kind of went to. Holy shit! You what? Wow, I haven't seen that one in forever either. Well, no, but that's but that's Gary Oldman. Yeah, that's kind of how it starts off though, because he he's being interviewed by the nuns. Right. I mean, this one he escapes Mm -hmm. and you know gets interviewed and you know he's kind of like fingernails are falling apart off of him and just kind of uh but it's i mean really send me a link yeah yeah when we're done you should send me a link for sure yeah it was i mean i was i saw it when it came out i was like holy crap this is probably one of the better ones i've actually um have seen that's you know related to the vampire and you know dracula per se right um I mean, I'm more portioned to, you know, Wolfman, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I I've I listened to an episode of Into the Fray that you were on with Shannon. Oh, where, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you mind telling that story when you uh when you went to Ohio? Sure. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so, it was August of this year that I had went to hang out with Heather, uh, who was my co-host on the caravan for a while. Um, we were, every time I've gone to Ohio, I've done some type of a ghost hunt and it never disappoints. It's been incredible. Seriously. Ohio is uh, a world its own, I'll say. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and we had been doing a ghost investigation that kind of surrounded some haunted dolls, but everything that was coming through via the Estes method, which is, you know, having the headphones and the blindfolds on. So you can't hear or see what the people are asking you and you're shouting out what you hear on the spirit box. Everything seemed to be coming through about the land. Like there was something ancient or old or something, uh, you know, attached to the land. So that was on like night one. And I never forgot it while I was there. And the curiosity grew. And I thought, hey, <laughs> let's do a ghost investigation out in the woods. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we decided to go. And we had loaded up in a side-by-side. It was uh, me, uh, one other person. He was driving. And then Heather was in the back. So we drive into the mouth of these woods. And we park the side by side and we get out. We have got blankets and we've got all the equipment and we walk into the woods. Well, we put the blankets down and they're setting up the equipment. And I'm just kind of standing there because I, being a sensitive, I'm just kind of trying to get a feel in the layout of the energy there. And when we were walking in, Heather asked me, she was like, hey, you know, how are you feeling? And I said, oh, I'm fine. And I was. What I didn't register, see here in Oregon, the sound of the the crickets and the everything at night, frogs, whatever, it's very quiet. I mean, it's just, there's not a lot. Over there, it's like an orchestra. Oh my gosh, I just, I couldn't believe it. And so I didn't register when we walked in that it was silent. And I should have, that should have been, but it wasn't anything I was used to. So I didn't register it. So we get everything set up and I'm sitting on the blanket when behind me to my right, I hear walking 
Now, I grew up, you know, my family, they're rock hounders. So, of course, we went out in the woods doing our rock hounding. And I've been camping my whole life. I was in search and rescue out in the woods. You know a bipedal footstep when you hear it. If this was not a, a bunny or a deer or a possum or raccoon. This was bipedal. This was sure. human-like. So... I'm sitting there and I hear this and I'm just like, whoa, whatever. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to be a wiener in front of these people is what I'm thinking. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I just sit there, but, I, but I'm completely aware of what's happening. And then I hear this really low guttural growl sound and I'm just sitting there like, waiting because i'm like okay they didn't hear that this has definitely got to be my imagination so i decide to stand up and i turn around so now i'm facing what was behind me because now i don't want anything behind me and i'm standing there and i decide to grab a flashlight and so i do and i turn it on and i'm just kind of like going from my left going to my right Go back to the left and then back to the right. <laughs> and when I have it over on the right, facing towards where we walked in at, I can see the shadow just out of reach of the light. And it legitimately looks like a head and a shoulder and an arm on a tree. And I'm sitting there like, we're here for ghosts. That is not a Sasquatch. I am be. not It's not allowed this. to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not these no way and i and i don't have glasses on so you know and i have a very active imagination so this is this is me being weird so yep. boom i move my flashlight again back over to the left over to the right and it's there's nothing there okay yeah just me being weird so i i put the flashlight down and then we hear this huge whack just like open-handed smack on the side of the gator Ooh. and i'm like I i'm i'm just frozen just huh. frozen and they they, <laughs> they kind of they laughed at it and the reason why they were in the mind frame that they were is because when you are out doing a ghost investigation you hear sounds sounds are part of it especially in old buildings so you're not going to, I mean, just jump over to Sasquatch mode when you're full into paranormal ghost mode. And huh, I'm just standing there and they're like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, nope, nope, nope. I want to <laughs> go out to the, out, out to the field, take me out, you know, and I was just like, get me out to the field. So they're like, all right, well, <laughs> we'll go. And we, we pack everything up. And we have to walk the way that we came. And so we get back into the, the side by side and then we drive out of there. And the person driving was like, I can't tell if something was following us out or not. And I'm just, I just don't even <laughs> register that. I'm just like, I'm like, I didn't see anything. I did not just hear him speak. I'm done. Like, this is not uh -huh. happening. So we get out to the field and we put everything down and I'm like, okay, 
I'm better. I'm better. This is good. I'm we're good. And <laughs> so <laughs> Heather is sitting there and she gets out her phone and I have no idea what she's doing. And all of a sudden she holds it up. She's holding up her phone. And lo and behold, as I see the screen, it says the 1994 Ohio Howl recording. And then oh. and I'm just oh. like, oh my god. Like, oh hey, I heard and, that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, as soon as the sound is coming out of her phone, the sound comes back to us through the woods. No. And it is so loud. <laughs> Nah, so so loud <laughs> yeah. and I'm just sitting there like oh my god like I am like in that moment I'm thinking monsters are real and I'm I'm standing here oh, with a we, monster we lost you there oh can you hear me now yeah okay yeah, I just cut out a little so bit. I'm I'm sitting there and I'm thinking okay a monster is yelling at me monsters are real I can't believe this is happening. Yes, and again, it is it is not that I didn't ever believe anybody. It's that it wasn't a part of my personal reality. And I did not think that I would ever experience a Sasquatch. But here I was. And so I'm like, you know, I want to get into, into the side-by-side -side, like right now. And we get into it. And then as we're in there, all of a sudden we hear this really, really loud. I mean, it sounds like they're ripping a tree from the ground and then hitting it against another tree. And I'm like, go, 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 you know, because I'm, I'm done. <laughs> and, you know, so we, we start the side by side and, you know, Heather's in the back with a night vision camera scanning the wood line, making sure that there's nothing coming out at us and all i can think about is all the stories of bluff charging or flanking and i'm going i'm done i'm dead i'm a meal because <laughs> they can just right here they the can woods. run yeah exactly because they can run faster than a gator can drive like it could just like knock it over and pluck you out of it and you're done for well yep. we make it back to base camp and about an hour and a half goes by and I'm sitting there thinking about how there's all these different camps on what is Sasquatch. Is it a physical, regular being like a panda bear? Or is it something alien, ghosty-like that can shapeshift or, or become invisible or whatever? And so I thought, okay, let's try the Estes method and see if we can't communicate with them that way. So at this point we're outside and Heather gets on the Estes method and I'm sitting there facing her. She's facing me and, and we've got two other people there. One's next to me, one's behind Heather. And we're, we're looking up on the ridge and you can see the moonlight and you can see these tree branches. And Heather says, look, see. And I'm already looking, and I see, I see this same shape, the same shape, and it's standing there, and it's swaying, rocking, like, back and forth. 
And I am not the only one that witnessed this. And I'm just sitting there like, are you kidding me? So not only is it standing there, but it, it, it talked. It talked through the box. And so then um, the person behind Heather turns on the flashlight. And Heather says, bright, too bright. And so he turned it off. And it was just like, it was like that for the rest of the night where things were correlating. And we, it wasn't just one. There was multiple there. Um, it got to a point where things kind of energetically took a bit of a turn and it seemed like it was just a little bit menacing. And we, it just, you get to a point where you're like, okay, we're done. We're done. So, yeah, yeah, it was, I, I still, you know, (laughs) wrap my head around it being like, seriously, like, you know, here I've experienced shadow entities and cloaked figures and that alien thing um, that I have a picture of. And and well, then now on, Sasquatch. Hold on. You're gonna, so... see, see, now you just introduced something oh. else. So now <laughs> oh. I, I, I think I saw that. Okay. But I, I was, you know, I was like, OK, I've been I've been meaning to ask you about this. And but, you know, we'll, we'll okay. finish up with. uh you know sasquatch you know <laughs> since you since you're living in uh you know the land of uh the giant sasquatches right now right. in oregon and i'm so like every time i go out to visit my brother i'm like okay i'm gonna go out in the fucking woods and i'm gonna see one of these bastards you know just because right. i mean i've been out into the big woods of there and kind of you know seen some of that i'm like mm. yeah this is squatchy <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, I was pretty much done with the Sasquatch story because it's it it was terrifying. It was really hard to um, process. And it's still, you know, when when you've had so many different experiences, I mean, enough to write an entire book on it yeah. and stuff is still happening. Um, it, it really makes you sit there like the first thing that came to mind is, oh, OK, so. So what does this mean about like dog men? <laughs> and I'm ah, like, I am ah, not ready for that. Ah, I yeah, don't no, even want to know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I don't know yeah. if I've ever actually told you my story, have I? I don't think so. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty confident I've seen one of those. Um uh, yeah, it was uh it it's a game changer where you go, oh, okay, so this stuff's like when, when you've had your like an open mind about that, like things like that for right. so long, and then mm-hmm. it happens, you're like, okay, it's real, great. Now I have to know that it's real instead Ugh. of just wondering if it is. Um, right. Uh, so when my wife and I, well, before we got married, we lived in Chittenden, which is the next town, kind of, um, I don't just know, east, east just east yeah. of where we are. Um, most of my family lives there or grew up there. Um, when we were living there, we were, you know, two minutes from my aunt and uncle's house. Uh, we're, we were close enough that mm. when I started my vehicle, she could hear it at her house because I had a pretty nasty oh, exhaust wow. leak. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I can remember it clear as day. I was sitting on my couch. I was playing video games with Kevin and Seth. And my headset died. So I was like, okay, I'm going to run to Rutland. It's like middle of December. So they were still open. They were open until like 11 for Christmas. 
Um, like I'll be, I'll be back. I'll be in and back in half an hour. No big deal. So Rutland's the, the next bigger town to where we are. And there's like a little side road that'll take you out onto uh, route four, which goes up to like all the ski resorts and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm on this, this little side road and there's a lot of these big, like winding curves where you can't like, when you come into the curve, you can't see the other side of it until you're halfway through. Cause they're just like long winding curves. And mm-hmm. I came through one of them and I come to a dead stop because there's an animal in the middle of the road uh, down on all fours from the tip of its nose to its, its butt. It took up the entire lane that I was in from like center yellow lines to white lines on the edge. Oh it gosh. took up the entire lane. No, thank um, you. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I had a, uh, I had a Subaru Baja at the time. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with those. It's like a, um, like a Subaru legacy wagon without the wagon part. So it's just okay. like a truck bed in the back. So they're not, it's not a real big right. vehicle. Um, if I could have froze time, I could have driven my the the nose of my car probably up to about halfway up the windshield under this thing's chest. That's how tall it was on all fours. Oh my gosh! Oof. Um, and mm. I mean, I, I sat there and just looked at it for like ten to fifteen seconds. Um, right. It had that same kind of like the texture of the of the fur was almost like a um, uh, like an Irish wolfhound. Where it was like a really, oh. really dark gray and looked like greasy and wiry at the same time, kind of. Um, right. It had a strip down the middle of its back where the, the hair was a bit longer and darker. What mm. weirded me out, though, was the back legs. So, like, if you look at a dog's legs, they have that little ankle bone. This was yeah. up, This was up much further. Oh. And the foot was kind of, like, oh. down and longer in the back. And... I can still see them. I could close my eyes and still see them. The front paws were not paws. They were more like raccoon hands. Uh, like the, oh the long gosh. claws, individual fingers. Right. Um, the head was almost like if you were to cross like a black bear, like size wise and like a German shepherd mm-hmm. had a really big, thick muzzle. Um, the ears that came up to a point, but they were kind of laid back. And um, wow, I, I just sat there looking at it. And I'm like, what the hell? Am I looking at and at first, your first thought is, oh, okay, somebody's dog got loose. Then you realize that this thing right. is probably, you know, three and a half feet at the shoulder. You're like, that's not a dog. And uh, I just kind of dumbstruck and I watched it just walk down off the side of the road. And uh, I continued oh, on wow. my way. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, okay, I'm taking the long oh. way home. Cause I, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with potentially seeing or running into that again, because it's one right. of those things where I, I feel like if I had gotten out of my car for any stupid reason, I probably wouldn't be sitting here having oh. this conversation. Right. Um, yeah, it was it was one of the weirdest, uh, scariest experiences I've ever had. I didn't sleep for a couple of days after that. Um, oh, I'm sure. And then um, I talked to my, my aunt about it that lived just up the road because she, she's into a lot of the same stuff. Um, like with the paranormal and all that. And I, I think kind of that's where I got a little mm-hmm. bit of it from is because my whole family's weird, but she's like the same kind of weird as me, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> nice. And she said that one day on her way to work a couple of years previous to that, there's uh if you go out past there and you kind of keep going, there's a, there's a, a different way you can go instead of going up that road that I went on. Um, mm. You know, on the left, the right hand side, when you're headed into town, there's a big open field. 
said it was like 6 37 o'clock in the morning and she saw all these deer come running out across the field and she kind of slowed down not knowing if they're coming out in front of her i mean this was you know a couple like about 100 yards off the side of the road and she's watching these deer mm-hmm. run out and then all of a sudden this huge thing comes running out of the woods on all fours she said it turned its head and looked at my car and turned and ran back into into the woods without even slowing down it's like holy shit so she she's pretty confident oh. that we saw the same thing um wow yeah and it was Gosh, a few weeks a that's... few weeks ago my wife and i were watching a show on discovery plus called these uh, the woods are haunted and yes this guy yes that's a really good show so it is. have you have you seen the episode uh the guy was in i want to say either north or south carolina him and his wife were in their winnebago and he stopped to go to the bathroom and he saw something on the side of the road when he no, started because sorry go ahead oh no go go ahead well i was just gonna say no i, I haven't seen that one because i i found it after i came back home from ohio Mm-hmm. And it seemed like there was a lot of monsters in there that yes. represented, you know, kind of <laughs> like Bigfoot. And I was like, I am not ready for this. <laughs> it, the, the, this guy went on to describe like down to the color and the eye color and the hands exactly what I saw, except his, he heard a series of really loud cracks and then it stood up. No. And if you. that had, <laughs> no, no, no. If that had happened, I'm pretty sure I would have just like slammed my car my car into a tree and been like done. <laughs> not right. Not, not right. doing this again. It oh. and then of course we're watching that and he goes through that and then the dogs decide, hey, we have to go outside. I'm like, ha. Oh nope. no. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, awful. Uh, oh, it was God. horrifying. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So let's let's okay, let's let's hear about it. Let's hear about this uh <laughs> This alien, come on! I, okay, I, I'm the, okay. <laughs> because I'm the alien nerd of the, of the two yes. of us. So oh know. oh okay okay <laughs> yeah. So so pretty much what was happening that night is I was writing the newsletter for the apartment complex that I was living at, and I was contemplating Earth Hour, which is you know you it's one hour. I forget what day it is, but there's a certain hour on the same day of every year. That everybody, if you just turn your lights off, then it conserves however much energy. Well, I was thinking it'd be really cool to participate in Earth Hour because we were on the outskirts of town. And after this apartment complex, it's nothing but farm fields. So the light pollution is, you know, so I thought, oh my gosh, this would be amazing. And so I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the stars. And contemplating this when all of a sudden I see this really big cloud of like smoke fog stuff. And I'm just like thinking of because back then this is when the people were starting to I sound so old saying this. (laughs) 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 But they were they were doing the whole the vaping and they were blowing these big monster clouds and stuff. And so I was just like, oh, what? Like, how is this even possible? So I'm looking and there's no person. And it's just the smoke fog cloud that ends up taking the form of this tall alien looking thing. So it had a lanky body. It Uh was this like 
foggy, foggy, opaqueish looking skin. It, it was really tall and it had that, that, you know, odd shaped top of the head mm-hmm. and it walked like we do. And it walked down the street. And when it walked down the street, it like disappeared. Like, like your it leaves your eyes sitting there going, did I really just see that? Like, cause you can't process how it just like disappeared and it's just yeah. not there anymore. Well, I was frozen, completely frozen on my patio because I'm thinking if you can just manifest out of nowhere and disappear into nowhere, then there's no boundaries. So what happens when I turn around to go back into my house? There is nothing that says that this won't just be there. Appear. Yeah. Right there next to me, especially... (laughs) especially because I saw it, I observed it. So that creates an energetic connection. Was it aware that I saw it? I had no idea. So finally, I'm able to go inside my house. I close my patio door. I close the screen and the blinds. Well, I called my sister and I'm freaking out and I have her on my phone. I have her on speakerphone. So I'm talking and I'm realizing, crap, my kid's bedroom, the window is wide open and it's facing where I, because their window and the patio was at the same, on the same side of the apartment. Go shut that So I go in there. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So go in there. I go to shut the um, window and I have my hand on the pull, the, the string to pull the blind down. And I just had this feeling to look. And I didn't want to, but I did. And I look up and there in the window of the apartment across this green space, it's there. The shape of it is there. And I'm like, I'm sitting there going, no, no, this is me having an active imagination projecting this on the window. I'm not really seeing this. I'm going to take a picture so I can prove it to myself. At least this part. So I take a picture. Boom. I shut the blinds. And I have since, like, I, I gave the picture to my sister and I said, keep this. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want there to be an energetic tie. If I decide that I can talk about this one day, I will ask for it back. It took me a year. And then I started to talk about it. And since then, I've had people that I have sent it to that have said like, Hey, well, you didn't know that I had this analyzed. I sent it off to be analyzed and nobody has been able to debunk it. Huh? See what Kevin and I, I was just saying to Kevin is like, as we were kind of like looking at each other because Mm -hmm. as soon as you were describing it, I can only think of one type of alien. That's the star child. Which is basically their huh. their um part alien but part human. So they're like a little bit like uh, yeah, it's um uh I believe uh if I'm not mistaken, I could be though. Um I know that I think Betty and um Betty and Barney Hill Betty and Barney Hill, I believe, had experience with them. 
and so did um really yeah but that doesn't explain the whole it turning into smoke thing but if we don't know their technology though that's true but still that's i mean not knowing their technology and what they can actually do and versus not do my first thought was shadow person kind of see if it's it's, out in the wild yeah don't know but i mean it's it's so weird i think i mean it's it's interesting because it the the whole experience came after uh, okay let me (laughs) i'm a very curious person and i try to be as careful as i can um and I and I've done remote viewing before with my friends and and it's been interesting and and it's been pretty accurate and so I thought one day well hey why don't I try to remote view the Montauk base for fun <laughs> and so oh, okay <laughs> yeah I... now you now you've uh, now you've jumped into a whole another uh you know ball game here (laughs) (laughs) well see what had happened is i was on the phone with my sister when i did it and what ended up happening after that was it it wasn't very long after i did this that that thing appeared and then Hmm. after that thing appeared like a couple days later i was standing in my kitchen looking out the window i was on the phone with my co-host at the time and i'm doing dishes when all of a sudden, like, cause, and it was during a weekday, I was a stay at home mom at the time I was married and everybody else was gone. So the parking lot was empty. Well, I also knew the schedule of the apartment complex on like, if they were going to be painting or remodeling or whatever. So there's a white van that drives in and I know that nothing mm-hmm. is scheduled. It doesn't look like anybody I know there. And I get this feeling, this ominous feeling, and I'm just staring at it, and it parks. Something told me, and it sounds so paranoid, but I closed the blinds on in both the, on that side of the apartment, I closed the blinds, and I stopped doing the dishes, and I just watched. I watched them get out of the van, and they looked like painters, and they had a bucket. Uh. Yeah, good well, luck with that. I was it was weird. And so I'm just like trying to watch them and then I have this feeling that they are going to come to my door. And I'm thinking that I'm being paranoid. But they get their stuff out. They, you know, look both ways to cross the parking lot. And man, they head straight up up the stairs to my door. Out of all the units, they head to my door. Uh-huh. And they knock on my door and I'm at this point, I'm completely I'm not home. I'm just, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> they and knock, you're like, nobody's here. Wait, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh Please yeah. Come back later. And so <laughs> just, I'm like totally just silent. Well, then I hear, it sounds like they're running a paintbrush on my door. And then they walk down the stairs they get back into the van and they were quick about it. Like they, when, when they reached the side of the van, when they opened up the sliding door, they were like, they put that stuff in there. They hopped in the van and then they drove off. So they came up and ran a paintbrush across your door and left. 
Yeah, which I thought was really weird. So that my co-host really at the weird. time, <laughs> he was like, he was like, check the door. And so I opened the door and I checked the door and there was nothing there. There was no wet paint. There was no anything. Nothing was on the door. So what he told me to do, he was like, well, run a magnet across the door. Yep. Because he was thinking about like nanotechnology or something. Like listening so to So I ran the magnet like across Oh, okay. Right. Well, I ran the magnet across the door and, and that was that. And, and my, um, the whole alien topic is something that is very, I don't, I don't talk about it a whole lot because I actually have a really long history with UFOs and, and aliens. Um, I do go into it in the book. Um, you know, I, I will, I will give a quick, um, example as well. Um, when I was pregnant with my first child, I had this strange dream. So I had this dream that I was in a room and I was on this table and there was these people that came in, but they spoke to you telepathically and they ended up giving me an injection in my left arm. And I remember the liquid it was like a liquid. It was like a weird metallic liquid. Like, and I'm just like, what? You know, thinking gross. What, what is that? I don't want but that. But they, right. But they were, they were, you know, um, they weren't scary beings. They look like humans, but again, they spoke telepathically. So they leave the room and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, you've got to clear your mind because that's how they can know what you're thinking. So I needed to try to clear my mind to try to get out. And I, um, I got up and I went through these double doors that led to this other room that was like all white, a total sterile room. And it was like somebody just hit the power off switch on me and I collapsed. Next thing I know, I'm waking up in my bed and I have a mark on my arm like I had received an injection. The mark lasted a couple days, just like if you get a flu shot and you get a knot there and it's sore. Yeah. So it it lasted a, a little while. Well, then later on, so everything was fine, but I started having preterm labor and I ended up in the hospital. Well, what ended up happening then is there was this guy and he he was to, he was there to take a sample of my blood, but he left his cart in the hallway. And he's sitting there and he seems nervous and he tells my ex to get a different tube because he didn't have the right tube. This is illegal on so many levels. <laughs> and so he, he, he takes the sample of my blood and then they end up injecting me with, uh, what is it called? Tamazepam which should never be in liquid form. That has to be uh, a pill. And what was really interesting is I saw that under um, MK Ultra, there was some drugs under the thing called MK Search, and that was one of them listed. And I'm telling you, the reaction that I had when they injected me, holy cow, I have never experienced anything like that in my life. It was terrifying. And... So then they like my preterm labor stops and everything's fine. 
but then I then it's time to give birth. After my child is born, it's the middle of the night and a nurse comes in. And she comes in and she injected my IV with something. And then she's starting to cut off every single one of my armbands. And I'm just like, what are you doing? And she's like, you don't need these anymore. It's it's fine. Don't even worry about it. Kind of a thing. And I remember looking at her name tag. And of course, I don't remember her name now. But she cuts off all my armbands. And then she wheels my child away. So the next morning, the nurse, a new nurse comes in. And she's freaking out. Where are your armbands? Because those are never supposed to be removed. Ever. Like the like the, and, the hospital bracelet kind of thing, or yeah, yeah, you they discharge you with those on. You're not supposed to take those off until you've left the hospital. Yeah, right. And that identifies that you're connected with that with the child and everything. So, um, so she's freaking out about it, and I was, and I told her I was like, "Well, nurse so and so did it," and she was like, "There wasn't anybody on the floor last night with that name." <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah. so, yeah. And then, but everything ended up being fine. Um, but I've had weird instances that it's almost like there's all these strange connections um, with the whole alien UFO stuff. And I, I feel like there's a bigger picture and I don't know, I don't know what it is yet. And I don't know if I want to know, you know, <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. You had a uh, encounter with um with you know these people uh, called the Men in Black, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, ah. and maybe some <laughs> other little uh, other little ones that are researchers, possibly that you know do some different things. They're you know I mm-hmm. I that's what I feel like. What's going mm-hmm. on here? What happened? Because that's what it sounds right. like, and uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, a guy is. I work with, <laughs> a guy I work with said that uh, he he was telling me that one time he uh, he actually said I had an encounter with the Men in Black, and uh, it's kind of like oh, weird. Wow. I like almost like we shouldn't even talk about it, but it's like. Fuck it. I'm a no, talk no big it. deal. We're connected to the internet. What's the worst that could happen? They right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It would not be the first time weird <laughs> shit has happened on this show after we've talked about something. That is true. Right. He's like Boston or something like that. And they were like, he, he was waiting for someone or doing something. And like these guys came by, by him. And they were like, you need to shut your goddamn mouth. You know, oh, and then wow. they just walked off, and he's like, Whoa. "We didn't even know who they were or whatever." But they were like, "Just told him, just, just you need to shut up," you know, not talk wow. about you know whatever it was. And I'm like, "Whoa!" Right. I mean, that's yeah. fascinating. I mean, the closest, like, I guess, like with Kevin and I, as far as like, I guess I would say our alien encounter would be like that. Eh, I don't even. I don't even know though, because I, I was yeah. so. I don't know even if it, what it was. It was like headlights in the sky. It's the only thing I could really. Yeah, know. but I mean, we do. But but there was no like, I don't know. Weird. I don't know. 
I mean, I, I haven't had anything like that yet. I'm hoping not to, but. <laughs> no, it'll change your mind on stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> haunt, like, as far as, like, ghost stuff goes, I mean, mm-hmm. had that plenty of times. Now, I, I want to jump back right. into the, the, the Bigfoot thing for just a second. I need to get your opinion. So, <laughs> okay. do you, what what camp do you fall into? Do you fall into the physical being or uh, shapeshifter kind of interdimensional kind of thing with Bigfoot? Here's the problem. Either A, they can communicate psychically because of what I experienced, or... Or you have Sasquatch that are just the physical thing, but there's something else out there that can mimic them. Okay. Mm. I never really took that into consideration, to be honest. Yeah, no, there's a lot of people that that haven't. And one of the things, the reasons I come up with that is because when we were in the woods, I kept seeing something in my head. Um, and it was this thing with antlers and it, it was hard to, it's hard to describe it, but it's, it walks bipedally. Um, it has antlers like a, like a deer. Mm-hmm. Um, Real skinny. And, um, medium, not, not too terribly skinny, but it wasn't like big and bulky. It was right there in the middle but I feel like this thing can shapeshift. I feel like this Paul? thing can mimic and can become physical. Tall? Yeah, tall. Yeah. Maybe maybe potentially a Wendigo? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. That's, maybe that's, they, they can... That's, that's the first thing that As soon as you to... said antlers and, like, tall, I was like, oh, okay. That would make, kind of, that would, that <laughs> right. would make some sense. And shapeshift. Right? Yeah shapeshift antlers tall kind of kind of not I me mean, not fat but not you know and yeah, that's right that's, that's one of those things that when people think wendigo they automatically think you know oh that's only like canada or up in the northern part of the U- the u.s it's oh, like, no, no 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 because every every <laughs> individual tribe has has something at least very similar to it i mean um right a lot of people will even lump like skinwalkers into that same kind of category right um i mean or my my other thought was i mean just you know grasping at straws here and i i, I guess there's no right <laughs> or wrong to it but it all, i mean kind of sounds like i mean i've heard of of sasquatch being like you know telepathic a little bit i've heard mm-hmm. i've heard of that but i mean I, I don't know. I've never heard of like using the using that method. Right, to, the spirit box. Yeah, I've never actually right. heard of that. But I mean, but which kind of like leads credence to me. Maybe it's uh, you know, you were getting something from like a, a shadow person or something like that that was out there, right? You know that right. because something happened that mm-hmm. you know was doing whatever uh that's just right just, that, but it was there was communication coming along uh, mm-hmm. through maybe i i don't know right. i don't know just kind of you know i don't really know i mean just I, guessing just point. guessing 
spitball yeah no i mean it's <laughs> it's it's fascinating and it would be really interesting if more people would try like if you if you are a sasquatch explorer <laughs> or whatever <laughs> if you if you did attempt it and see what happened because here's the thing it never hurts to try. And just because yeah. you're trying something, it doesn't mean that it's, you know, you're not saying that it's this. I mean, look at science. It's a process of elimination. So therefore, yes. if you do this and it doesn't work, then okay, you've proven to yourself and your team or whatever that the Estes method for you in that situation is bunk. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, what is it? The, the most logical explanation is, you know... Uh, I can't remember right. the whole, but I mean, it's, it's just the way, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, go about things. It's yeah. trial and error. Yeah. I mean, exactly. It, and if you don't try something, you're not gonna, you know, like using the Estes method. I mean, I used it. We did it twice at the, uh, Wilson's castle. I tried, mm. I did once with blindfold yep once without mm -hmm. um and once blurting out and once writing in paper and the i found that writing on paper actually was a better process for me because oh um and not being blindfolded i mean you know just being able to zone into your own you know you know, own area. And because I mean, I, I even had like a more of a reaction where, you know, mm -hmm. I thought that because I, I, I got the headphones on and right. all I can hear is the, you know, the scanning through, <laughs> yes. you know, the whole time. Well, all of a sudden it just sounded like over by where Kevin and Shelby were, there was just a, a conversation happening a very loud oh. conversation and and wow. I, I was like i just mentioned it after i'm like it sounded like you know everybody out loud and they're like no we didn't get loud at all we never got higher than you know a whisper really yeah and and it's the truth because like i, I listened back to it on um uh, our uh our voice recorder that we have and it didn't mm -hmm. at all like I could hardly like I, there's points where I could hear them, but other points where I couldn't. And I actually listened to that point where, you know, I thought they were, you know, where it was where I thought they got loud. And it, wow, I was like, wow, that's totally, you know, did I tap into something, you know, that right. I did, didn't know I possibly had to tap into. Mm. Right. I mean, wow just kind of uh unusual but you know kind yeah of no you... it's really fascinating yeah it kind of makes you want to know try it again at different at somewhere else and you mm -hmm. know <coughs> excuse me see if it happens again or you know if you can get the same results and such right you know from from there so uh oh yeah so let's uh well, we'll uh, wrap it up by uh, I want to hear a couple ghost stuff from you. Do you have any uh, really good ones? 
What's your only? What's some <sighs> good, good ghost stuff? Um. Okay. Don't give away too much because we, we do have a book you have to plug at the end of the show. Though. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't, give, don't give it all away for oh. free. <laughs> I I will uh, I will I will tell a quick one. Um, okay. It was it, just a little thing. It was interesting. Uh, the house that my best friend grew up in, her mom had told us that it was haunted. Because when she was home alone downstairs in the basement, she could hear footsteps running up and down the hallway upstairs when she was alone. And it sounded like children's footsteps, which was really interesting. Hmm. Well, we never thought too much of it. And when I went over there, I would sleep in the basement in the guest room with my best friend because, you know, then we're away from everybody. We don't have to go to bed at a certain time. We're not going to get in trouble for talking. Right. Well, you know, one night here we are kids and we're being pills because, you know, we're spying on her brother and <laughs> we're looking at him through the banister of the stairs because there's a landing. And so you could stand on it and look up into the living room. Well, we thought we saw him stand up. So we jumped down the rest of the flight of stairs, run into the guest bedroom, shut the door, hide underneath the covers and we're laying there. Well, all of a sudden, the bedroom door just flies open. <laughs> but nobody says anything. And so we're just laying there staring at each other. And I'm and I remember saying something or like we looked and there was nobody standing there but we both felt like somebody was standing there. But there was nobody there. So being really weirded out and thinking Alex was just trying to get us back. We went upstairs and we're like, we know it was you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and her mother was just like, I don't know what you two are going on about, but they've been here the entire time and it's past bedtime. So you two need to get to bed, you know? <laughs> and, but it's just like, in that moment, we're sitting there going, what was that? You know, yeah. because nobody was there and it did not feel good it, it yeah. felt like we thought it was alex and he was mad we could feel anger and and so that was definitely the last time that we ever slept in that room <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't blame me there like the whole yeah. like feeling things like i could definitely yeah. i definitely uh, can relate to that i mean i think you know yeah. both kevin and i can because as far as you know working at the the haunted house that we do well we had been mm. hopefully we'll be doing that right. again soon we better be um <laughs> they better bring it back next year yeah i mean nice. you can just you can just feel the energy if it's a really good one like a really uh -huh. good year you can feel the energy in the house the house almost feels like it's right. vibrating it's it's it tells oh, you yeah it, it tells you whether you know there's something there like it wants to communicate versus not wanting to communicate right um, because you know like i don't know one i think the last year the year before it like we you know covid and everything happened like mm -hmm. we things were just not going right everything was kind of just piss poor there and right. the energy in the house just was not there it was it just kind of mm. was eh, you know yeah but it wasn't fun 
But right. then, like, the following year, things kind of seemed to, you know, pick back up. And it just felt, mm. you know, it felt great again. And it felt oh, um, like there, there was, you know, you if you walk through the house at the end of the night, mm-hmm. if you if you were to do something, I guarantee you'd get some kind of reaction to it. You know? Oh, wow. Just, just by asking a question and recording it or something right um, you know it's just that's the way i felt i mean i don't know about you kevin yeah it was definitely a weird year and then it kind of came back it, it i'm i'm excited to see what it's going to be like next year if we have it mm. yeah because i you mm-hmm. know nobody's been in the house really more than you know a couple of times since covid yeah because it's wow. run by the fire department so they kind of go up and just kind of um, make sure nobody's broken into it and do a little bit of maintenance here and there. But, um, but I mean, I, I don't think they've had a bunch of people in there since everything no. started. So I'm curious to see how it, how it pans out. Yeah. One of those other places that we've, we've been talking about that we're like, we're going to go back to and actually like, see what it's like is definitely Salem. Yeah. You know, we, we want to, we want to do Salem at, after hours mm. like late night yeah see, I, see you guys didn't seem to enjoy it but i love doing all the touristy stuff like you know <laughs> that's just i i like doing that goofy stuff though but i definitely want to awesome. like i want to go walk the streets at like 3 a.m and try to find somebody doing yeah. something weird in a side alleyway or something <laughs> that's you yeah, know i want to I, I don't that's not what i want i want to be able to like you know because of the the energy and everything i want to just see but hey. also, we can't go around Halloween because there's you know no. 150 thousand people there. But that's probably the best time to yeah. go. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather go closer to when everything it actually, actually happened. happened. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that'd be where you'd be at, like at that peak of yeah of uh mm, you know yeah. feeling something. Definitely, that would uh, right. I mean, just be the peak and yeah. It, it's it's almost like it, it'd be almost like if like the veil might be a little bit thinner right around that time when everything was going on. Where you might be able to get a more, you know, right? Yeah, that, yeah, more of a reaction. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely just gonna get a group of people together. Yeah, you know? yeah, then, I definitely you know, want to go. I've never been. Oh, you know, and then you know, uh, at some point in time, we have to go to Mothman because you know, yeah, there's yes, a, there's a pile of us that I know would go for that. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost Band is definitely happening because I know that Justin would go. He's not that far away. Um, yeah, I, I would. I would drive out of no, my way. No, everybody's there. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know we're we're you know, I mean <laughs> we're we're up in the neck of the woods of hey we got know? nothing up here. It's boring as hell. <laughs> oh yeah, no, same here in Oregon. No. <laughs> That's for sure. I've wanted to go to Mothman for the last several years. Yeah, but you got you got the freaking Sasquatch Festival up there. I mean, I'd go for that. Yeah. I mean, it's okay, but I'm not huge into Sasquatch. Yeah. I want to do more of, you know, like Paranormal. the ghost hunting yeah. and the, yeah. Well, you got the Shanghai Tunnels. I mean. Yeah, I've never been to them. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. She's like. I'm not going to say I don't like them, but I mean, uh, God, she's pretty much saying, 
Listen, tourist, stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie. <laughs> it's just it I don't know. Energetically I'm just not called to it. How about that? <laughs> so what you're trying to say is, Kevin, stop. Those aren't fun. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Anne. God. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much the one thing we have here is we have some decent, like, haunted stuff, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's few and far between. And from where we are, half of it's like an hour and a half, two hours away, you know? Right. Or you can't go right. there anymore because somebody bought it and it's about private property. And yeah, oh, you know. Bummer. Yeah. There's a big one in Chittenden, not too far from us, that I would love to go to, but it's. Uh, It'd be up your alley, I think. Uh, it's been bought by a, a, a ski group out of New Jersey, so it's mm. now their like private whole um, ski lodge kind of thing and spiritualist um, the spiritualist movement. Um, oh, because it because it was so big in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think we may have talked about it a little bit on the podcast, um, but like there's people named the Eddies, and um. They're mm-hmm. like one of one of four families that that were pretty deep into the spiritualism movement that Harry Houdini could not right. debunk. Yeah, and and yeah. they were they weren't the only ones in the area. In the when I mean area, I mean like twenty mile radius or so of mm-hmm. um of this because uh, actually just down the mountain, I guess you'd call it, or down the valley in the our big city that we live close to Rutland, there was actually another woman. Um, There's a woman that was actually big into the, and there was a house um, Mm -hmm. that was all about the spiritualist movement. But I guess she didn't really like, I mean, as far as like holding a candle to the Eddie family, she really didn't. It was, you know, when, when, uh, when someone uh, says that, you know, when they pass away, that uh that what's going to happen and it turns out it actually happens that way you know kind of uh throws like people into like whoa type of you know yeah because i mean this is you know 1800s where people Mm. aren't supposed to think like that still right and you're supposed to be that you know catholic fearing puritan you know (laughs) yes it's a kind of mindset you know you shouldn't you shouldn't be thinking outside the box Um, right that's the devil's work huh yeah yeah (laughs) yep yep (laughs) and uh they actually there's um they call it uh honto's cave but it's really like this big rock uh where Mm -hmm. they actually used to go out to and do uh um seances right yeah something like that we actually kind of i want to be able to get out there um my my brother had like he was dating a a girl at one time woman um and uh she was big into it probably still is love to go out for all this stuff well they went to go up to the cave they went to the cave and he was like, I'm going to scare the living shit out of him. You know, this is just, oh. just what I'm going to do. I'm going to scare him. I'm going to scare him, you know, just to have fun. Well, mm-hmm. he went up with a buddy of his. And 
they um they were up there waiting in the woods and while they were up there out of like nowhere they just hear this like but louder like noise oh right uh, and they're like what the hell was that? he's like i don't even think my feet touched the ground and they just flew back <laughs> right and my brother was like he was pale white when he got back to the house he's i mean oh, my sure. brother it, yeah my brother doesn't like you know doesn't tell tall tales or anything like that right you know it's kind of straight and narrow and he asked his girlfriend after he's like did you guys have anything happen he's like she's like no it was just you know wow i don't know just another night nothing nothing big nothing major uh but you know something i guess kevin said all these places you know it'd be cool to go into because you know the history is there oh, but yeah. just can't get to it yeah right but, well <laughs> you have anything else you wanted to you wanted to bring up Oh gosh, not that I can think of. We talked, okay. we covered a lot. We this did. I'm like, and I, I, I never know how to end these things. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, is there anything you want to ask us? You know, I mean, what's well, not bore? I mean, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's been great listening to your. I mean, gosh, your dogman story uh, was. I mean, I I wasn't aware of that. So that was that was fascinating and definitely gives the mind a lot to think about, especially, you know, it, it reminds me all of this reminds me of I think it was uh, True Blood where they realized that one thing was real and then all of a sudden realized that everything was real. And yeah. so <laughs> that that's kind of slowly been my life where, you know, through hearing stories like yours and I know that you're you're telling an honest experience and this was not an easy thing. And so it's just, it's just crazy when you put other people's stories together with your own and then you look at it as a whole. So, I mean, I'm just, this, this has been, this has been wonderful and I can't thank you guys enough for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime. Um, Why don't you go ahead and, uh, and plug away, plug uh, your show and your book and all that fun stuff. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, my podcast, The Caravan Library of Lore, uh, you can Google that and it will take you straight to the website. Um, We're also on all social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube under The Caravan Library of Lore, or you can just type in The Caravan of Lore. It'll come up both ways. Um, KPNL Radio, same thing. Uh, The website is kpnl-db.com. And then again with Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, we do actually have a YouTube channel as well, and you just type in KPNL Radio. Um, and if anybody would like to get in touch with me, I am under Anne Celine on Facebook. Awesome. When's uh, when's your book coming out? I don't know yet. I am. It is still a work in progress. It will be, you know, either towards the end of this year or the very beginning of next year. Um, she teases us with a book. You know, yeah. <laughs> she like holds it out there. She's like dangling it out. Hey. 
I'm I'm very close towards the end. I will definitely tell you that I'm very close towards the end. Um, I don't even have a title for it yet because that's the hard I just, part. It is. It really is. And usually, like when I do interviews, there's usually a saying or like a word that hits you during an interview that you're like, oh, I'm gonna use that as the title of this episode. <laughs> Right, And I keep thinking that that's going to happen with the book, but it hasn't yet. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be, it'll be very interesting, but definitely either towards the end of this year, if not the very beginning of next. And is that coming out through, um, is that through Into the Fray be Publishing? Yeah, it's a Beyond awesome. the Fray, uh, I can't Beyond even say fray. it, Beyond Oops. the Fray Publishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beyond the Flay. I like that guy. Yeah. Well, no, that's a cookbook. That's, you know, Bobby Flay's thing. Oh, right. <laughs> it's beyond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so oh, it's more. It. So it's, Spooky so it's food. less swearing and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paranormal oh. dishes. Uh-huh. Your dish was shit. That's Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Spooky delicious. <laughs> Oh, well, it's it's been awesome having you on. I mean, it's yes. been a long time coming. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I was oh, super excited. Great. I was like, Kevin's like, hey, we're gonna have Ed on. I'm like, yeah, like when? Aww. <laughs> like, uh, I so love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. no, this was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that book coming out because I'm definitely getting a copy of that because uh, I'm gonna read more. Oh, I'm gonna, thank you. <laughs> mine's gonna, mine's gonna be signed. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like I, I started writing Indeed. again like like doing some like fiction stuff and nice. it's it's so hard to between the show and work and trying to do that i'm like i've got like 10 pages and that's about as far as i think i'm yeah. gonna make it anytime soon <laughs> oh it can definitely be difficult because i was looking through um different people and their their average word count a day so like Hemingway he wrote 500 words a day whereas Stephen King wrote like 10,000 a day or something yeah <laughs> and or maybe it wasn't 10,000 it was it was maybe 1,000 and then and then the guy that wrote Jurassic Park I think he was the one that did 10,000 oh uh Michael Craig but yeah anyways, that one wouldn't surprise me yes yes that's who did that so for me I was like, well, I'm just going to, you know, being the single mom with three kids and trying to do the, you know, KPNL and the caravan, I'll put it at 500. Well, mm -hmm. I've been able to reach that, but then I had a couple days where I just couldn't even get two words down. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the day before yesterday, 6,000. Holy crap. <laughs> right <laughs> so, so you just you hit an inspiration yeah, once in a while and you're like boom here it goes oh yeah no totally i i am an uh an emotional creator for sure and that day we had finally had a bunch of rain and it was just storming outside and it was perfect and so i was like yep there it is there's the inspiration <laughs> the opportunity let's go perfect i i, I find that with uh selecting what topic we're gonna do for a podcast there's like certain ones mm. that like that like hits you like a ton of bricks you're like yes i'm doing that and you know yeah we've we've had that several times yeah you know oh yeah we're just like yeah we're gonna I hear do that you there 
one, one yeah, of mine resulted and you're so in so pumped uh, and then <laughs> one of one of mine resulted in four parts and the better part of 40 pages of research so <laughs> yeah yeah and one of yours resort you know has been one of our you know one of the highest yeah, downloads. which i still don't understand how that would just like out of nowhere we're just like ah, oh, yeah this seems like a cool topic and then all of us you know it's hey one of our first one, wow. one of our first ones though black-eyed kids is the second oh, most yeah. yeah. the uh, the giant of kandahar is just oh, like yeah. that one has taken off and like i we in my opinion not wow. one of our better episodes but whatever you know people like it wow. it's fine with me <laughs> yeah i mean like the that's the, crazy the, the black eyed kids thing that's like i don't know that's up that's kind of like up my alley yeah because it's it's the ones weird. that you yeah. you put all this all the time into you're like oh this is going to be like my my masterpiece and then a week later you release mm-hmm. something completely different and it just blows it out of the water and you're like oh what did i do wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah nobody wanted to listen yeah, to a bank robbery after all crap oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah absolutely I, I would love to have you back on again like uh yes. sometime in the future yeah. for sure no, I would love that. And I'll have to pull you guys over into the caravan one of these days, too. <laughs> I bet we can make that happen. I guess we could. <laughs> you come up with a top you come up with a topic and and we'll research the hell out of it and we'll we'll t- you know, talk and about that's, it. That's the thing with me is I don't even have Perfect. to research something that I can form an opinion on it pretty quickly. Exactly. You know, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> and with the with the paranormal well, and all the weird stuff like this, like there's a yeah. general working knowledge that I have with most of it that I'm like, yeah. You know, I can probably figure mm. that out, you know, because I oh, yeah. kind of pushed all that other important stuff like math and all that out of my brain with it, so <laughs> why not? Right. <laughs> keep the important stuff, go. like, you know. That's what I do. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like, I, I'm super excited right now, even though it's probably going to freaking rain, but I'm super excited <laughs> to go to, to on our weekend because we're going to go to America's Stonehenge. And it's nice. gonna be fantastic. Very I just, cool. I want to try to get a uv flashlight for that yeah, because to get one. a lot of those like a lot of these like uh geoglyphic sites have been reading people say that if you bring a um especially like a lot of the ones on the east coast if you have a um like a uv flashlight sometimes uh-huh. you can actually see uh carvings and like indentations that have been washed away or yep. or oh, uh, wow. or just like faded out um, and a lot of Very it is cool. in a language called Ogham, which was uh, old uh, yeah. Irish Celtic kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So I'm like, I kind of want to find one, but we're getting down to the wire here. We're finding the UV flashlight might be impossible by Saturday. So, yeah, I mean, we've had, mm, we've, right. we have, I mean, plenty of places around here that, you know, in this state that have Ogham, you know, that they found, which is kind of interesting, That's which really is, cool. which, which is not supposed to be here No. You know, right? It's actually all. worked into my into my story too. So yeah, <laughs> a little <That's>... bit. <laughs> but yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> I I can't I yeah I kind of can't wait till you know we have have you on again. I'm I'm super yeah. pumped about it, and you know maybe we'll talk about some other weird shit that you know. Oh, I'm just... sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or we'll we something. just or we just you know shoot the shoot the crap and oh, I mean whatever shoot comes up breeze. shoot the breeze whatever <laughs> whatever whatever I love we, it whatever we want to talk about you know that's that's what I like you know uh, sounds good to me yeah sometimes you're gonna have that and uh that's true yeah actually uh, I just thought of one more quick one just a homework assignment for you shimmer oh yeah 
Okay. Yeah. I'll look it up. See what you can okay. find with that because that's a that's a weird one. Okay. And you guys, Midnight Mass. Yes, I've got okay. that on my Netflix list now. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. <laughs> well, and thanks again. Absolutely. Thank yes, you so much definitely. for coming on with us. Yeah, no, this has been fantastic. I appreciate it. And I look forward to the next. For sure. Yes, and definitely if uh if I get out to that west coast there and you're still out there, um we're oh, gonna yeah. have to we're gonna have to definitely uh hook up and uh you know go on some weird adventure, you know, out there. <laughs> it sounds like a plan. We'll do it. All right. Uh, have yourself Perfect. a have All yourself right, a great rest of your your evening, I should say. Yeah. Late afternoon yes. at this point, basically. <laughs> well, I mean it's it's That's uh, right. It's six o'clock. So shit, they still got sun out there. Yep. Sun went down here four hours ago. <laughs> yep. Time to go make dinner. There that sounds go. good, actually. <laughs> awesome. Alrighty. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> bye. 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 So that was our sit down with Anne from Caravan of Lore. Um, thank you guys for you know hanging with us. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, again, you can go check all of her stuff out. She's on Facebook, uh, at Anne Celine, um, Caravan of Lore is on Facebook as well. Uh, KPNL radio is on Facebook. Um, and I believe all that stuff's also on Instagram too. So go give it a check. Um, and just the show ending kind of housekeeping. We've got, uh, our friends over at studio, uh, for some awesome headphones and earbuds, speakers, pretty much anything like that you could possibly need. Go find what you want, put it in your cart, put in Dark Windows 15 at checkout and get 15% off your entire order. You can also go over to ageofradio.org and find your next favorite podcast. That is the network that we're on. Um, we're on there. Uh, Justin Rimmel with Mysterious Circumstances is on there. You can actually find Anne's show, uh, The Caravan of Lore, on there as well. Um, there's something for everybody. We've got paranormal, um, lots of true crime. There's sports, comics, pretty much anything you're looking for, it's available there. So go give it a check. And I think that's everything. And, again, thanks, everybody. And, um... Until next week, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Goodbye.